dollar tickets, right? And you get to see Gordon Lightfoot. I don't know anything about Gordon Lightfoot at all. I know he is an act. Wait, how many? And that's Gor- it. Okay, if I said, "Hey, do you want to go see Gordon?" How many Gordons would you would you pick before Gordon Lightfoot? Okay, not knowing Gordon Lightfoot. Uh, Gordon Ramsay. Oh yes, I would pick Flash Gordon. Okay, Gordon uh, the Muppet from Sesame Street. Oh wait, not the Muppet. He was the dude on Sesame Street. Wow, you think the black dude on Sesame That's Street right. looks like a Muppet? No, I was thinking of Grover. Uh huh. That was a lie. <laughs> uh, Gordon from Sesame Street. Let's yeah. see. Uh, the Gordon's Fisherman. Mm-hmm. I would think you'd want me to go see at the local supermarket in the frozen food section. Mm-hmm. Alex Gordon. Would you go see him? Uh, no, I would. D not. Gordon. I would go see D Gordon. Yeah. D Gordon. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Gordon Lightfoot. Okay, so he. Oh, ranks you did fifth. say Gordon Lightfoot. He ranks fifth. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. After well, the Gordon's okay. Fisherman. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate their. T- where's the Where's the concert at? It's at the Saban, West Hollywood. West Hollywood. Yeah. Mm. You know what? Getting trouble there. If you could read my mind, Ray, you'd come to the concert with me. Yeah, but I got to work, unfortunately. Oh man. And so uh, that will be a big no. I, we could just you go with me. We'll drive right down the highway, right down the highway to the concert. The carefree highway <laughs> has seen better days. I'm, uh, I, I, here's the deal. I'm not ready for that. Mm. I'm not ready for that noise at all. I went to go see Weird Allen concert last Saturday. You know what? I'm going to see the concert. Counts. It's right after the sun goes down. Sun down, you better take care if I find you've been creeping down my back stairs. Huh? Gordon you, Lightfoot, let's do it. You know my favorite Gordon Lightfoot song? No. If you like pina colada. That's Gordon Lightfoot, isn't it? That's Rupert Holmes, and that's Escape. Wait, what did you say, Holmes? It's Rupert Holmes, and the song is called Escape, in parentheses, the pina colada song. The pina colada song. Which, really, just call it the pina colada song. I think we talked about that before, but it's it's such a stupid premise of a song. It's basically a guy... Uh, you know, is going to cheat, so he looks in the, in the personal ads in the newspaper, right. and he sees an ad, oh, if you like pina coladas and get caught in the rain, and he's like, I like that. So then he goes to meet a lady, and then it's his wife. Uh-oh, my instead, wife. Instead of being mad at each other, he's just like, hey, I never knew you like pina coladas. <laughs> uh, you know what? In. Yeah. If it's that guy. I'll go see Rupert Holmes. Is Rupert Holmes playing? Is, is it a double act? Mm, yes, yes, oh. definitely. Then I'll yeah. come for the second half of it yeah. for Rupert Holmes. Kermit, Kermit Holmes, the athlete, will also be there. Yeah. What about Oliver Wendell? Mm, will I he be there? I think he's a little dusty. Sherlock? These days. Sherlock Holmes will not be there. Sherlock Holmes will Priest not be Holmes there. Priest Holmes will be there. Oh, Priest Holmes is there. Yeah. We're just playing the, the name game right now. That's right. Yeah. Hey, everybody. <laughs> you made it all the way to episode 107 of Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, we got a lot of stuff. It's NFL Week 2, Brent. Yeah. It's time to get excited unless you're a member of the fan base of nine teams. Yeah. Mine being one of them. Well, hey, my team has a win, and I'm still not that excited because of the horrific way we lost on Thursday night. Well, on the plus side, the team we have to play to get our first win is the same team that just beat you on Thursday night football. Hey, and the team we have to beat is the team that you really want us to beat that we probably won't beat on the road, Green Bay. <sighs> on Monday night football. On Monday night football. How about that, Brent? I, when was the last time our two teams played like both primetime I mean, games? Gee, I feel I'm, I know that the Chiefs do have a chance to win that game. They absolutely do. Green Bay a is chance. overrated, I still say. But I also feel like I feel like Dead man walking. Like, <laughs> like I'm yeah. just waiting for the reprieve for the governor because that's the only way we're going to win this game with, uh, with injuries and, you know, suspension still. I got and... news for you, Brent. Scott Walker, just uh, governor of Wisconsin, just uh, dropped out of the presidential Uh-oh. race. So that letter ain't coming. I have no t- no chance. No. He wants to see some murder. 
I guess the Chiefs are going to get dominated by A.A. Ron Rodgers. A.A. Ron Rodgers, the Game of Thrones favorite quarterback. Yep. Dating Olivia Munn. Yeah. So there's all the Aaron Rodgers I know. Mm-hmm. I also hate him. You do? I, if I he guess, played for I, any I other team, have to. if he played for any other team, I would not hate him. Did you like how he trolled uh, Russell Wilson this week? The problem is I like pretty much everything Aaron Rodgers does, yeah. but I have to hate him for he is the enemy. But did you like how he trolled Russell Wilson? Yes, and he said, uh, God wants us to win. He said, oh, I guess God, God was a Packers fan tonight. Yeah. I mean, look. That's kind of great. Yes, I, I did love it. I, 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 I'm terrible. Uh, I loved it. You know, I believe in the God, Ray. I believe in God. Sure. But I don't believe that God cares who wins football games. Uh, I don't. Here's the deal. People... And I don't believe in praying to win something. Yes. You should earn it. Yeah, well, I think you should, if you're going to pray, say, you know, pray that you're going to do your best, you yeah. know, or pray that you don't get hurt. Don't pray that you're going to win. That's inconsequential. I, I guess I never really appreciated when guys after a game, like, uh, thanked God for the victory. Mm-hmm. To me, it's always just like, if, if, the, if the result was in God's hands, why did you practice so hard all week? Well, you can thank God for the, you know, you could give God the glory. If you would like to do that, sure, that is fine. if you want to do that. Yes. But don't insinuate that you won because you love God and God doesn't love the other team. Yeah. That's silly. I'm going to say right now that there's equal people praying on both sides of each Thank football you. game yes. for their team to win. So does God just, I mean, here's the, if I would believe it if you said God hates the Detroit Lions. Yeah. I think I would actually understand. Yeah. You, you'd convert me over then. And I would say that God doesn't care about the Detroit Lions. He really, he really, really doesn't care. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, we got a lot of NFL Week 2 to talk about. we got some Fear of the Walking Dead. We're going to do our fantasy uh, fantasy week mm-hmm. and maybe even sneak in a little baseball. You're happy. Yeah. Right before we recorded yeah. tonight on this being a uh, t- Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Wednesday night, um, the Royals won. Yeah, extra innings. Walk-off fashion. So walk-off. Lorenzo Cain hits it into the what they call the low Kane triangle, which is you know, just dumping it into right center field. Is walk-off an overused term? Like, ESPN kind of made everything a walk-off. As long as your team wins in the bottom of the inning, it's a walk-off That's, blank. It just is. It should only be a home run, though, right? Well. Because you walk-off home well, run. Well, walk-off home run. You walk off the field no matter what when you win it in the bottom of your own inning at home. You walk off it's the field, walk-off. period. I Every know, inning. It, yeah, but it's a walk-off win where you don't have to finish the inning. I guess. I, I was just, when they said, it's a walk-off walk. I went, okay, guys, it's getting a little too much. Well, it's still a walk-off. It's just not that much to be proud about, you know. But the home run is, I always saw it as like you could walk around the bases because nobody's waiting for you because the other team's off the field. Right. That's what I always, that's what I, but a walk-off walk, you still got to like touch first base. You know, well, a walk-off know. home run, you sometimes you still, you, touch you all the bases. still don't walk off the field. Like if you're Kendris Morales in 2009. Yeesh. Or Pablo Sandoval. Yeesh. Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Yikes. Speaking of Camo, man, 15 bases, 15 total bases the other day. For all the good it did me in my fantasy, I was so far down that he scored like a million points and I still lost by 40. Royals <laughs> record, 15, 15 total bases. Here's the deal. Game. Pretty good. Yeah. A good get for $2 for my fantasy team. Right? <laughs> uh, in any case, we're going to be talking about, we're going to come bring it right back. We're going to break down week two of the NFL season. Are you ready for that, Brent? Yes, I am, sir. That was so formal. Yes, sir. Okay, we'll be right back after three seconds of... Guar! Nope. Gordon Lightfoot. If you could read my mind, love. Gordon Lightfoot is a and huge w- fan of football. Well, I'm uh, trying to say we're back. He's from Canada, so Canadian football. He's all about the Alouettes and the Rough Riders and the Stampeders. Does he like the Rough Riders or the Rough Riders? Those are two totally different teams. The, he likes both of them. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Usually there's a big division there, so. Is that right? I have no idea. Hmm. In fact, I think there's only one Rough Riders now, but that's not the point. 
Uh, in any case, we're talking about football. Why are you still bringing up Gordon Lightfoot? We're not going. We're going? I, I, I did hear the words we're going in that sentence. And the word not between them. I do not know what that word means. It's the word not. You just used it. Like when you tie something up with a knot? Tie you up and do this segment by myself. Oh, that's not feasible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're going we're gonna to talk real quick. Well, not really quick, because this is a long segment, Brent. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk hey, about every hey, NFL game. Hey, that's private. So, Brent, we got let's just start at the beginning of the beginning here. Thursday night football. Your boys. In, the Chiefs go from being ahead the whole with game. like 45 seconds left to Losing. giving up a touchdown and then on the next play from scrimmage, fumbling a draw play and having it run back for another touchdown. They had the lead basically the entire game. They yeah. had Denver on the ropes. I was even texting you being like, see, dude, you had nothing to worry about. And Wait, then, what, did I say, <laughs> what did I say to you, though? Didn't I tell you I thought we were going to – if it stayed close, we were probably yes. going to lose in some horrific fashion because that's what happens when we play Denver for um, some reason. For the record, you weren't wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear. I mean, I was doing anything but talking trash. Yes. I was happy when they got the pick six. Well, I'll say right now, do you, I'm, you're not doing the pick'em league this year. 16 no. games. Guess how many points I got this last week? Uh, four? Four is Wow, correct. really? Yeah. I got four out of... I could have gone rando. Yeah. 87% of all suicide pools well, were lost our in sur- week two. Our survivor, or if you want to call it a suicide pool, Either say it's the same thing. We have 40 entries, right? Yes. In Phil Lander's pool. Yes. Uh, 40 entries. There are, after two weeks, are four entries left. Four entries that are perfect still That are left. perfect. Yeah. We, that, I knew I knew that week was going to be rough, and I was just hoping the Saints could carry us through because Tampa Bay was Tampa Bay is better than the Saints, dude. They are better. We'll get there, but wow, really? Yeah, it wasn't just like they had a bad day or people were injured. Or... I don't think so. Eee. Sorry, Drew Brees, but uh, so Denver beats Kansas City on the road in exciting fashion. Like, how, what is your opinion of Jamal Charles right now? Because he had a monster game and then turned around and fumbled twice, and that's why he that's, lost. That's always been part of Jamal Charles's thing, though. You know, he's yeah. going to break off 90-yard runs, but he's also going to fumble once every four games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or twice, or, in, or one twice in one game. Yeah. And then, yeah. So there you go. Uh, other 10 a.m. games, we have New England. Uh, holds on to beat Buffalo. Had him way down all game, and Buffalo, furious comeback, showed some heart. Rex Ryan does yeah, not like losing they to the were Patriots. not really ever in that game. I mean, maybe for like a split second. They had a chance at the end. And it just didn't happen. 40 to 32. Uh, New England, right? I love it. You know, when I see Russ Ryan talking trash, that's when I know that Tom Brady is going to. Just like when Tom Brady gets, you know, all the flack for Deflategate, I know he's going to come out and blow it up. Yep. You know what I would say, though? Uh, against Pittsburgh week one, I think if, if Tom Brady had been suspended, Patriots are 0-2 right now. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think the Bills win that game, and I think the Steelers beat them the week before. A seven-point game and an eight-point game. And don't tell me that Jimmy Garoppolo to Tom Brady is not a seven- or eight-point swing at least. No, but I think the that Chicago, who's zero two, would be one and one if they had started Jimmy Claus in Week One. Oh, I can't. No, you just tried and it just didn't no, work. It doesn't work at all. Not a little bit. As so, bad as Jay Cutler is, Jimmy Clausen is five it, times worse than Jay Cutler. And Jay Cutler's not good. Yeah, uh, and he's out. Fair, he's going to be out for a couple weeks, right? We're yeah. going to have to deal yeah. with the Clausen man for like two more weeks. Have to Could deal. the Bears be like zero and four before you? Uh, the Bears could be 0-16 by the time we're done this Ooh. year. They're rough, man. Uh, Arizona was the correct survivor pool pick, and I just didn't have the stones to take them because I they know. were on the road. We both took, both took New Orleans. I still think that was the, that was the it smart pick. It was the correct pick. call. Yes. It was a smart pick. It just Well, obviously it wasn't. It, it on paper seemed like the smartest I, pick. You know, you thought that 
Jameis Winston struggled the week before. Their whole team struggled. They're and, on the road. And the Saints play very well at home, and they neither one of those things was true last week. And remember that the Saints, though, that's their sixth loss in a row at the Superdome. Are you kidding me? Six in a row. And I should have known when I heard five in a row, I should have changed my pick. Yeah. I should have gone Arizona, and I knew it. I just like, nah, they'll hold on anyway. I think I still would have been. I still trust Drew Brees to beat, you know, Jameis Winston. I trust Drew Brees to do anything, although I he trust, got hurt, too. They almost said he was going to miss some I games. I trust the man who loves crawfish over the man who steals lobster claws. You know what? Uh, <laughs> uh, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Nope. Go with the thief. When in doubt, go with Jean Valjean of the Crab Crabling community. He holds onto that bread tight. It's not getting away from him. He's just trying to feed his sister's child. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we have uh, Carolina beat Houston in a so game. Les Miserables humor for you guys. There you go, guys. <laughs> Enjoy it, Victor Huguenots. Is that what the fans call? <laughs> Carolina beats Houston. We really, I'm, I pick Carolina to win the division, as mm-hmm. we know. Uh, they are two and zero right now in two of the most unspectacular games I, I would care to, not to talk about at all. Well, back to back weeks. So it feels like in our preview show, you and Neil and I all had a pretty good pulse on this division because I picked Atlanta, who's also two and zero. It helps. Yeah, it so helps. It's probably going to be one of those two teams. Uh, well, at this point, you're not going to you're not going to think Tampa not, Bay is going to do it long term. And New Orleans, New Orleans is Orleans dreadful, is dumb, 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 Man. dumb, not dumb. Dumb, not dumb, done. They're done. They're so done that it's dumb, Ray. Watching them on the field, there might be a little bit of both. Yeah. Both dumb and done. Hey, maybe it's, maybe that commercial's true. Maybe we do need to get Luke um, McCown a shot. I think Luke McCown's going to get a shot before too long, and he'll show what those backup <laughs> generators could really do. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've got uh, San Diego going on the road to lose to Cincinnati in a close game. Was back and forth all day. I'll be honest, I didn't watch the highlights of that one, but I figure uh, it went exactly like I think it went. Cincinnati jumped out. Big and did then, they? Yeah, they did. I thought San Diego had a big comeback on them. Yeah, they had a big comeback. I'm saying Cincinnati oh, okay. jumped out big, and then San Diego came back. There you go. It was almost the same as last week, but not enough. Yeah. Like Cincinnati was just better than Detroit was last week. They were able to actually hold on to a lead. Here's the deal. I can't disagree with you. <laughs> uh, we had Cleveland beats Tennessee. Johnny Menzel victory. Yeah, and he's not starting next week. Nope. Yeah. Josh McCown is back. Speaking of McCowns, yeah, Josh McCown's back. We got to talk about my boys. You know, McCown is not like. Uh, uh, McLeod in uh, Highlander. There can only be one. No, there's there can be, there there's be more, more than, than one McCown. Yeah. And they were both backups last week. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not for long. Oh, how about a McCown versus McCown battle? Yeah, lowest rated game no, ever. <laughs> no one would watch. Uh, my boys, your Detroit Lions, go on the road to Minnesota. I mean, who gets two road? Starting the year with two road games is tough. You can ask the Seattle Seahawks okay, that. Okay, but you would have thought last oh. week after you saw Minnesota get rolled at San Francisco that you would have, that Detroit would have enough to yeah eat, I would eat beat Minnesota handily right yes but again it's the power of being on the road because Minnesota was on the road at San Francisco and looked like they forgot to pack their offense with them well and Kansas City played well on the road week one yep and big played, difference in op- opponents though played yeah that's true and that Denver defense though I gotta say man they look fast they are a fast fast defense well we get them this Sunday night yeah. so uh, well, you'll see they're fast need it we need it bad I mean they better come out with some de- determination I would say right now I have not seen Matthew I mean, Stafford I, or any quarterback take such a hellacious beating I'm gonna say if Matt Stafford is banged up going to this week I wouldn't play him this week I because he's going to get hit a lot if you he have plays to. Denver you have to win this week Demarcus Ware. And on the other side, Von Miller. He was getting his butt kicked so hard that literally they were saying, calling plays in the huddle, he was having trouble getting wind in order to even spit out the words. Mm-hmm. Like, he was hey, getting his and you know what? butt, butt handed, handed to him. him. And on another note, it's almost impossible to get Matthew Stafford to spit anything out. Oh, my God. How dare you? How dare? I say that guy right there. People inexplicably still don't think this guy is tough. 
You know what? He's one of the toughest quarterbacks in the league. He's he's the Jeff George of our of our generation. Jeff yeah. George. You're saying empty stats? That's right. Well, I mean empty stats. So far you're not wrong. I'm hoping that uh he's still young. He's still twenty six, twenty seven. Kind of a knucklehead. A knucklehead? What's yeah. he done off the field that's been knuckleheaded? Everything. Everything. Yep. He got married. Yep. So there you go. Everything. <laughs> So, uh, you know, you got to give full credit to Minnesota. They they were on fire. They came out angry. And yeah. Adrian Peterson could not be denied except when it came to the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm mean, giving full marks. They're I'll great. Say this. They were great. Adrian Peterson whipped you guys, dude. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, gave you guys a whipping. Yes, thank you. I, I get it. A good old-fashioned pick-your-switch whipping. Well, I would say, though, that Adrian Peterson, I mean, it looked at first like he was starting off a little bit slow. And then he flipped the switch? Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, you know what? I can see you're getting annoyed by this. Let's switch topics. Oh, can we branch out and <laughs> leave that one alone? Anyway, so Tampa Bay is game number before. three. Thank you. Tampa Bay. <laughs> terrible. Tampa Bay beats New Orleans on the road. We, who's worse right now, New Orleans or Chicago? Um, Boy, I don't know. They're I both. They know. both look miserable right now. I don't now. know. Not good. Not good at all. Atlanta goes on the road and beats the New York Giants. And a little bit of a surprise, but Atlanta's got some heart there, too. Yeah, Giants aren't very good, though. They got a little bit, you know, that week before when they almost, when they should have won against Dallas, they got really lucky and a couple turnovers and weird things happened. Sure, but the Giants also, I found out this week, made a record. First time in NFL history, a team has had double-digit leads in the fourth quarter in the opening two weeks of the season and then gone on to lose both mm-hmm. games. Yeah. Your you know, New York Giants. You know who loses fourth quarter leads? Teams that aren't very good. That's why there's always, you know, like... Detroit is always behind, and then they'll beat like they come back and they win a well, lot. Well, they'll beat like some bad team in the fourth quarter because that that means the other team's not that good. It's true. Yeah, if you lose a lot of fourth quarter leads, it means you just don't have the will to win. Yeah, well, it's you true. don't, or you don't have the the, the 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 athletes to hold up in the fourth quarter. It's true. You know, yeah. When it all comes down to it, you need to have the guys who are ready to go. Yep. Uh, Pittsburgh beats the living bejesus out of San Francisco, a team who looks so good on Monday Night Football opening night again. Now they're on the road. Pittsburgh puts 43, a 43-burger on them. Carlos Hyde came back down to earth and is injured now, too. And he got hurt, too. Dude, so many injuries this year. Yeah, It's, it's like a freaking mash unit mash out there. We'll talk unit. about that in a little bit. But uh, Redskins drop St. Louis in a game that I'm honestly surprised by that result, but I not al- really surprised. Well, I almost, after they beat... Seattle at home week one, you would think they'd be able to go into Washington, who looked terrible the week before. You know, it was what, almost though? like every every team that was good last week was terrible this week, and vice versa. And it's, I think it's because a lot of teams were on the road week one, and now they're at home week two. I think it makes a difference. That's the case of you know Pittsburgh, Washington, uh, da, 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 Cleveland, mm-hmm. Cincinnati. I mean, all these teams. Well, Cincinnati beat up Oakland, so they are two and zero right now. So I give them full credit. And, and speaking of which, the Jacksonville Jaguars beat my AFC East pick. The Miami Dolphins, 23-20. What is going on with the Dolphins? They do not look great in the first two weeks. They do not look great. They needed a big comeback to win at Washington week one. And then... Road games are tough, though. Yeah. For the record. Road games are tough in the NFL. They are tough. Everyone is good. they're not that tough. They're not that tough, right? Okay, Baltimore Ravens go to Oakland and let 37 points get dropped on them by the Oakland Raiders. Well, you know what I mean, though? There's always a team that goes like 13-3. and That means they won at least five road games. It's true, but those are the very good teams who go 13 I mean, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are, I would say, a slightly above average team. They won on the road week one. If you can go 4-4 four and four on the road, you will make the playoffs. Sure. If you go That's eight, what I'm saying, but a lot of teams will go around 3-5, and 4-4 four and four on sure. the road. So it's not that hard. It's just like, but no one played well 
on the road this yeah, week. Yeah, but if you're a thirteen, if you're a twelve and four team and you went four and four on the road, that means by definition it's very hard to play on the road because yeah. you went eight and zero at home. Well, most teams don't go eight and zero at home though. They they go like six and two or seven and one. That's right. So they probably six and two on the road also. Yeah, but uh, 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 Dallas beats Philadelphia. Costly win though. Yeah, I mean, how many weeks does this buy them this win? You know. This is the question, and we'll get to there in a second there. i got a couple more. Uh, Green Bay beats Seattle on Sunday Night Football. Seattle, two road games to start the season, just like Detroit, did not look particularly good in either game. Mm-mm. Playing on the road is tough, and any schedule maker who makes you do it twice to start the season, especially twice against two decent teams, the Rams are decent, yeah. and the Packers are probably pretty good. And That's we, tough, man. A lot of teams are going to start 0-2 in that. We have to talk later, and you can cut this out. We have to talk later about Cam Chancellor and just – was that dumb for him to come back at this point? Should he have just waited at this point? And finally, a little bit of another surprise. The Indianapolis Colts are 0-2 after dropping one at home to Neil Gargiulo's New York Jets, who look fantastic. We did talk, though, before the game about how we would not be surprised if Indianapolis it's lost true. that game. Indianapolis is a little bit of a mess right now. They're the luckiest team in football, I think, because of the division that they're in. Yeah. Who's going to beat them? The 0-2 Texans? The 1-1 Titans? The 1-1 Jaguars? So that, None of the above. Well, <clears throat> i tell you who this sets up well for is a Houston team that, ha- as, you know, as of the state, still has not had their stud running back, Arian Foster, in. It's true. They are going to be better in the second half of the season, but how far down can any of these teams get to those fighting Jaguars? Well, Houston's 0-2, but so is Indy. That's right. You know, they're only one game behind the Jaguars. And the Titans. And the Titans. So uh, anything can happen. Who knows? Uh, A couple of topics here to talk about. Uh, First off, nine, a record. This has never happened before, Brent. Nine NFL teams started the season 0-2. Yeah. 0-2. Now, I think the number is like 11% of all teams that start 0-2 end up making the playoffs. Mm -hmm. On this list right here, we have the Colts, the Eagles, the Ravens, the Seahawks, and I haven't even brought up the Lions yet. Mm -hmm. Well, You figure multiple of those teams is going to make the playoffs, right? You talked about earlier the Bears and... And the, the Saints. and the Saints, who is the worst of those nine teams? Bears. And I'm going to say it's the team that gave up 30 straight points in week one and then wow. went into week two and just got their butts handed to wow, them. Wow, whatever. You're not, you don't want us to be bad this week. I don't. <laughs> I'm just saying I feel like after the, first, the last game and a half, they've been the worst team. To what I would say to that is uh, wait till they at least play one game at home before pressing any panic buttons or making any choices on them. I'm not saying that they're not going to come back and win some games at home. I'm saying as of this date, I think they've looked the worst. I because I can doubt that. that a lot because the Bears haven't been in haven't been in anything. No, the Bears kept it close week one. Sure, we kept it close Green week Bay. one too. Except we weren't at home no, at the time. No, you kept it close because you were you we were, were up ahead. by eleven, and then you yeah. gave up thirty straight points. That's right, and we lost by five. Kept it close. Okay, that's <laughs> and plus the Bears were at home. <laughs> Yeah, Could they're playing Green Bay, they've the had best two, team in your division. They've had two home and games. And your MVP, your MVP candidate, Jay Cutler, A.A. Ron Rodgers. Oh. No, the Bears have had two home games and looked like garbage in both of them. And now they don't have their leading uh, quarterback, I Jay can't Cutler. Wait for them to beat Detroit. Elshon Jeffrey is still hurt. Mm-hmm. Matt Forte is a little dinged yes, up. Yes, that's why they lost those games. You don't give up forty-eight points because your offense is dinged. They up. lost their warrior, Jay Cutler, in the second <laughs> game. <laughs> now I know you're trolling. <laughs> if you lose your first two games and they were both at home. And you look dreadful. Yeah. And you lose your starting quarterback. You are the worst team in football, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> you control all you want to. You know that I that's think true. If, I think actually, uh, 
I don't know. The Saints are pretty bad. At least they're bad. At least Matt Forte's and and they have a uh, you know Alshon Jeffrey coming back maybe for the Bears. But who's going to uh, throw him the ball? Jimmy Clausen. Well, Cutler will be back eventually, and he's he's not the worst. Quarter- oh boy, he's in the bottom. He's in the middle of quarterbacks. He's just not great. He is. I mean, that's true. Now here's the here's the deal. Mathematically. Of those nine teams that are 0-2, only one of them is going to make the playoffs. Yeah, because normally 11%, so one out of nine is 11%. One out of nine makes the playoffs. playoffs So here's my question. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of really good teams that are 0-2 right now. What's the team that makes the playoffs? What's the one team that makes the playoffs? The obvious choice is the Colts right Mm -hmm. here because of the division that they're in, but that offensive line... Looked is it is does not is, look good. That look they look worse than our offensive line, and that is saying something. The Lions' offensive line is dreadful right now, but I feel like they have more potential to get it together well, than the Colts, especially because Coach Chuck Pagano in uh, uh, Indianapolis he threw Andrew Luck under the bus after the game. He threw the front office under the bus. This is a guy trying to get himself fired. Yeah, the team that probably has the best chance to come back and win is obviously Seattle. You think Seattle? Yeah. You know what uh, Richard Sherman would say about that? Don't you ever talk about me. That's exactly what he would say. Yeah. But probably with more uh, uh, more uh, definitive uh, hey guys, hand please, gestures. Hey, guys, Would you please, if you could. You guys. Please not talk about me. Speaking of which, Cam Chancellor, you said he's coming back now? I haven't heard this. He's back in camp. He's back. He may play this week. If he could wait two more weeks to come back, I would really appreciate it. Yeah, he's not going to. He's, Why he's would back. he give up all his leverage like that? I Seattle starts he... 0-2. They need him more than ever. Pay the man. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think they're still not going to pay him because the, you know their whole thing was it's going to set a precedent because there's like six other guys in your same situation. And they signed like four more before the season started. They signed Russell not Wilson with, to that big deal? Not with three years left on their contract. Okay, fair enough. He just signed a, a, a yeah. contract a year ago. Right. It, it is a bad precedent. But in football, man, you got to make the money when you can make the money. I mean, Tomorrow's do you not think guaranteed? it's possibly because he, they lost two games and he knows they're going to win this week? So he's like, oh, I came back and we won. Uh, yes. You know, what just because they're playing the Bears at home? Oh my goodness! You think that's? <laughs> oh my goodness! Ooh, doggy! Hey, talk about that. That is going to be an annihilation this week because the team is I going to be so. angry. You're going to have Jimmy Clausen. Jimmy Clausen. Jimmy Clausen is. It, there's just no good thing about how he plays quarterback. I hear Jimmy Clausen. All I can think of is pickles, and I can't exactly tell you why. A big jar of you pickles. You know why you think of pickles? Because Jimmy Clausen has done nothing to make you think of football. Oh, that's a good that's point. That's why. <laughs> well, that's a shame. I was really hoping he'd wait till week five to come back. No, he's back. Uh, so quick question here. Speaking of uh, questions, which would you rather? Uh, Philadelphia and Dallas. Philadelphia's 0-2 has not looked great. Dallas has looked good as 2-0, and but is missing Tony Romo and Des Bryant for at least eight weeks, mm-hmm. if not more. Which team would you rather be right now? And I'll tell you why you're wrong. Okay. Well, I would still rather be... The Dallas Cowboys. The Brandon Whedon-led Dallas Cowboys. I would Cowboys. rather have that's two games that are guaranteed to win, that they've won already, and one of them was in Philadelphia. It's true. So if they end up playing Philly again, it's going to be at Dallas. Um, Road team tends they, to win those games, though. Uh, the, they still have one of the best offensive lines they in do. the NFL. Couldn't, they can couldn't lean, protect Tony Romo. They but... can, well, that's passing. Ugh. But they can lean on that offensive line. Brandon Whedon is a, is a veteran. They signed Matt Castle, who... They, they traded is, for Matt Castle. They traded for Matt yeah. Castle. I mean, he's a solid backup. He's not he a star, a, but he's a, he was a starter in Kansas City for several years and, you know, led him to the playoffs one year. He led uh, when... 11-5 in New England. 11-5 in New England. Uh, let me just say right now, 
Brandon Bleeping Whedon. How about this? If everything goes through, true, there will be two former Cleveland Browns quarterbacks starting in the NFL besides the one for the Cleveland Browns this mm-hmm. week. Brian Hoyer, unless he's perma-benched, which might be, and uh, Brandon Whedon, who's, they're both terrible. Yeah. Why do you ever take a quarterback from Cleveland and then keep it around? Well, Brandon Whedon has not played well up, to this, up to this point in the NFL. But remember, he also came in as like a 20, 29-year-old. Yes. So people expected him to like su- be mature, act, be like a 29-year-old quarterback. That's not, he's still a rookie in the NFL. Well, now he's 95 years old and only in his third season. Yeah. So I think that's a problem going forward. He, but they have a lot of receivers on that team. I mean, if they if they can keep him upright, you know, Tony Romo takes a lot of chances too. He does, you know, the, one of the reasons he gets his clavicle broken is because he's always running around back there, and then some guy just like gets him from behind and lands on top of him. Well, he got pile drove into the ground that on was, his shoulder. That, that was, was a dirty rough. play. That was a dirty play because you can see the guy in midair kind of alter his thing to like put more pressure on him. Yeah, you know. And Jacksonville ha- or Jacksonville and I'm the, all for uh, hard play. Yeah, but that was dirty. And uh, Cowboys are Patriots coming up in week four, I believe. So, ah, I'm just saying the losing streak might start, and Philly's got to turn it around at some point. I don't think they're this bad. And to be fair, they're a missed field goal away from beating Atlanta in in week one. You're talking about a bad offensive line. That offensive line looks terrible. And how many – and DeMarco Murray, the leading rush in the NFL last year, after two weeks has, I think, 11 yards rushing total. When Matthew Stafford has more yards rushing than you do and you're a running back? Thank you. Problem. Yes. Problem. In any case, we're looking forward to the whole thing for week three. And um starts off with Thursday night football. Real quick, we got the Giants. We got the red uh, 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 skin potatoes. We've mm-hmm. got the Washington Warrior team, mm-hmm. as they'll be called in a few years. I just hate saying the real name of that team. Well, just don't say it then. You said it. I called them the red skin potatoes. Doesn't yeah, that you count? said it twice now. But that counts, though, right? Even if you, you still said the same words. But they mean different things. Mm, no. no. Well, who you got? Who you got on Thursday night? Oh, Washington. Is it at the Giants? I believe it's at the Giants. I'll probably take the Giants. Give me the Giants too. They started zero and two. That's another team who thinks they're going to make some noise this year. You know what though? The what concerns me about this game from the Giants is uh, Washington's getting that running game going. Boy, are they! Matt yeah. Jones looks real good. Alfred Morris looks good. That offensive line looked like tough rash during the yeah. preseason. They look pretty good right now. Right. Give him full credit. And Eli has not played well. And here's what I'll tell you. Good job, Benny. If it wasn't for you, TV's Benny Arthur, right. Washington fan. Yeah. He's got well, more, we'll see. more wins than I do. That's a true fact. I'm weeping openly about that fact, too. <laughs> In <laughs> hey, any get case. A, get away from the equipment, dude. It's we're not gonna, waterproof. Thank you. We'll be right back to talk a little fantasy after three seconds of Insane Clown Posse featuring Gordon Lightfoot. You could read my mind, love. And we are back talking fantasy football here on the Raisin Brent Show. And yep. uh, it's the big week, Brent. Week three, rivalry week Uh-oh. in our fantasy league. Well, the actually, Raisin last week was week. officially rivalry week, but unofficially, when you and I play, it's still rivalry week. As Kanye West would say, you're the real rivalry week. <laughs> Is that what he would say? I don't know what he would say, and I don't care oh. what he would say. But wow. it's possible what he would say. One of the great talents of uh, our he generation. He might say, like, uh, I'm going to let you finish, but... Ray's team had the greatest rivalry week of all time. It's possible. Yeah. Uh, my rivalry week, I played against Dino, producer of the show. Dino. And Dino handed your butt, butt to you. Yeah, he scored the most points in the league last week. There you was no what? stopping him. You talk trash too much. 
You talk too much trash. I think you're the one that talks all the trash to and Dino. You know what? You're one and one now. You're that much closer to winning that naked baby it's not loser Dino. Not trophy. happening. My team is too good. Ah, oh, I can't wait for you to win that naked baby trophy. Well, you know why I say it's rivalry week? Because hmm. we're playing each other, Brent. I know this we is are. it. Yes. And you scored pretty good week one. Ah, and pretty we both, good week our, two. Our two teams look like a mash unit. A lot of injuries. I've got like one guy out and three guys questionable. Our our teams just look are reminiscent of what the NFL looks like yeah. right now. This is really tough. This is maybe. I don't want to get into hyperbole. I've been playing fantasy football for 15 years now, okay? Mm-hmm. This is the toughest year so far of just having to shuffle players around oh, sure. and injuries and whatnot that I've ever seen. I agree with you. And I also think, you know, another thing, that's one thing. And then in the actual games, there's like a million penalties every game now. Yes. Why are there so many it's, being called? I don't know. There are all these points of emphasis. Let them play. Jeez Louise. Be, go, go all bad news bears on the NFL. It's so bad that I said, geez Louise, Ray. That's how you know it's bad. Yes. Um, so, yeah, supposing you're like one of those guys who waited till round 10 or 11 to draft your quarterback and you ended up with, I don't know, Jay Cutler or mm-hmm. Tony Romo. You know, they're basically the same, right? Oh, oh, no. Like every quarterback's hurt right now. Yeah. Every single guy. The, you know, the best steal of the draft right now is Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, weirdly, yes. He's the only one I'm not worried about. Well, I'm Which guarantees week might... three, crunch. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit here. I mean, uh, uh, we're going to talk about what we like, what we don't like. Going into the week, though, Brent, I mean, uh, looking at the numbers, I am slated to beat you points-wise. Well, that's because I put all my bad teams in the lineup. Once Just I'm... because you put Des Bryant in your starting lineup, Brent, does not mean I can't. Maybe you'll leave him in there. I don't well, know what's going to happen. Yeah, that's true. I, I, you know, it's a fairly even matchup right now, and I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I have a bunch of bad matchups and a bunch of guys kind of injured, so I don't even know who's going to start for me, honestly. You and me week. both. I'm still waiting for Arian Foster to come back, and Andre Ellington was supposed to hold the uh, fort down until he, oh, oh man, out, out in, until Arian Foster gets back now. Mm. So I get to start. Um, Andre oh, wait, Williams. Who, wait, who just Andre Ellington from Arizona? Yeah. He's oh, in out. your team, you had yeah, Andre, yeah, yeah. so you're going to have the other guy fill in, and yeah. then he's hurt. Also. And then he's hurt. Well, and then I, you know, I was talking about Lamar Miller. I thought he was going to have a huge year, and he has like 23 carries in two weeks. Now, I know he got hurt in the second half last week, so maybe he would have had more carries, but if he's kind of a bell cow guy, that that's what I kind of thought he was going to be. I thought so, too. That's not enough carries, and that's not even enough carries to get him kind of in a, in a rhythm. You were happy when you got him in, what, the second round? Oh, yeah, I was yeah. absolutely happy. Bottom of the second round. Should have waited till the third round. Yeah, and then he wouldn't have been with there. With the very next pick, with your top oh, of yeah. third round pick. <laughs> That's right. Uh, just saying. So anyway, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what we like and what we don't hey, like. Uh, yes. Uh, let's look at this, too. Uh, at the beginning of the year, I had a lot of consternation about, am I going to keep Des Bryant or am I going to keep DeMarco Murray? Yeah. Neither one was good. Nope. They were both losers. I mean, Des Bryant, I guess, will come back maybe at some point. Maybe he'll come ma- back for the playoffs DeMarco if you Murray, make them. DeMarco Murray, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, it's tough without your stud guys in there. Well, not in this league. You have to still We're beat We're two-thirds of the team. So what? You still have to beat... Yeah, but we've got Rafi's team. We've got Sung's team. Come on. We have your team. Yeah. My, well, I'll, I'll be eighth. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> that makes the playoffs, sir. <laughs> and then all bets are off. Well, we pay money, so I think if eight, pe- eight uh, teams... A Monopoly money, of course. Yeah. Allegedly monopoly, money. We pay Monopoly money, and you have to replace that in your Monopoly set, so I want as many teams to make it as possible, but That's not correct. everyone. That is correct. So We want everybody to stick around. So right now, let me just say something we like and something we don't like about this week in fantasy, okay? Uh, Let me say right now what I like first. Play every member of the Seattle Seahawks that you can scrape together. Draft their, go ahead and waiver pick up their third wide receiver, their fourth wide receiver, their backup tight end. If the player plays for Seattle, this is an angry team playing their opening home game against a depleted and horrendous Chicago Bears team. 
I would start Doug Baldwin. I would start. I mean, I don't even know who their backup tight end is, uh, uh, but I would start him. I would start him without a moment's notice. Anybody you can can with a Seattle jersey or on defense, start everybody for Seattle this week. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think, you know, that's that's the that's the easy one to say because they need they have to get a win, and the Bears are missing a bunch of players, and they are not good anyway. Right. Um, another team that I like this team, week. a player, you know, whatever you feel. Well, I actually like the Panthers at okay. home against the Saints because the Saints just look terrible. <laughs> they do look terrible. Yeah. So I mean, I feel Stewart, like they, they might Jonathan if, Stewart. If might you were smart a, enough yeah. to draft Jonathan Stewart, yeah. be happy. Um, a team I'm really worried about is those Eagles going to zero and three. That was actually After what you I was and Neil say. said they were going to win the division. It's true. That's before I realized uh, how, what a juggernaut those now, uh, New, New, New York Jets are. Here's the question: Right now, you said you would take Philly over Dallas. I would, even though they're one's zero two and the other zone. Correct. 2-0. If Dallas wins this week and Philly loses. Would you still take Philly at zero and three versus Dallas three and zero? Yes, but I'd start to get nervous. I don't about know, it. dude. I mean, that's three. There's only sixteen games. I'll say right now, Dallas is playing Atlanta at home. They are the underdog in that game. Yeah. So chance they're good. They're not going to win. I mean, chance they're good. They might win too. One point five points is not a ton of points. Um, I don't trust anybody in Dallas right now. I would say right now, you actually kind of jumped on me a little bit there. Uh, I would not start any of the running backs for Philadelphia whatsoever until we figure out what that is. DeMarco Murray, Darren Sproles, and Ryan Matthews are stuck on my bench. Are you starting? I mean, look, all these people are saying, man, I got a steal in Sam Bradford. Sure. Uh, what do you think about him now? I don't start him either. Yeah. There's got to be somebody better. I go and pick up Tyrod Taylor. Ugh. Tyrod mother bleeping Taylor. Look, I don't like to say good things about Tyrod Taylor because I remember how terrible he was in college as a passer. Uh, oh, he played at Nebraska? I thought he played at Virginia Tech. He did play at Virginia oh, Tech. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Uh, but I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he actually has a defense to back them up right now, too. And they don't a, ask him to do too much. He has a better offensive line. He's got some wide receivers to throw the ball to. And he's going to get you rushing yards. He's going to run around back there. He's going to get those. He's been, he's been stacking points so far. That's one I think is a really interesting game this week. Buffalo at Miami. I'm, that's I'm probably really the most fascinating game. Yeah. I mean, the one I'm, of course, most curious to see is going to be Sunday Night Football, Denver at Detroit. Um, and as far as that game goes, again, just like the Eagles, don't start. If you have Amir Abdullah, you were super excited coming into the year. Maybe temper that a little bit. They're playing at home, but yeah. I wouldn't. I would honestly. I've started Joyke Bell each of the first two weeks in my fantasy league. Very upset with myself for doing so because um, he does not seem to have. The, I don't know if he's still injured or still like kind of getting over. Because remember, he didn't preseason at all. He doesn't seem to have the same spark, the same bite. So if you can find somebody right now, like uh, uh, who will take Joyke Bell off your hands, yeah. it's probably going to be you're not going to get enough for him right now. But take a shot, see what you can get. Yeah. And also for that matter, try to trade for Demarco Murray right now. If you can get him real low, sure. you were you were saying earlier you might trade a, try to trade Greg Olson for Demarco Murray. That Possibly. seems like good value right there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it might be. Yeah, unless Greg Olson turns back into Greg Olson, and then it's not a separate good, issue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so who do you think we should try to avoid going into week three? Mm. Um, I don't like, uh, like you said, I don't like any of the Philly players nope. going into. I don't mind Jordan Matthews. Yeah, maybe. I mean, but then again, those wide receivers going up against those cornerbacks might be a rough day at New Jersey. I mean, I just this is just an overall thing. 
I don't really like too many of the running backs right now because the guys are either the starters are hurt right. or they're splitting carries. There's You can name on five fingers, maybe less, the number of guys that have played two good games so far. Yeah, you got um, Jamal Charles except for all the fumbles. Yeah, and I wouldn't even say for him those aren't even – he has like 100 yards and a touchdown. Okay, that's okay for him. It's not good, I wouldn't yeah. say. You got Stewart. Yeah, but and, and you're right because Jamal Charles had some fumbles, so that takes away from that 100-plus. He has Jonathan Stewart. Uh, Forte played great in week one, but he wasn't great in week two. He wasn't great in week two. AP was great this week, but not week one. Not great week one. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, top pick. Hasn't done much. Hasn't done much. Eddie Lacy's hurt. Eddie Lacy got himself hurt in week two. Otherwise, was looking pretty solid. Jeremy Hill, who was a top ten pick. Uh, Him and CJ Anderson. Did I not say going into our draft special, avoid both of them? I mean, now you don't know whether to start Giovanni Bernard or Jeremy Hill. It could go either way. And for that matter, it's Ronnie Hillman. You don't know whether to start Ronnie Hillman or C.J. Anderson in Denver. Yep. Now, granted, uh, C.J. Anderson is playing against Detroit, my Detroit Lions this week on national television. So he is going to run for 185 yards and three scores, almost guaranteed, because that's how my life works. I don't I wish I didn't have to watch the Chiefs on Monday night at Green Bay at Green Bay. So let me tell you right now, folks, start all your Packers like you weren't going to anyway. Yeah, I will. I would start all of the Packers wide receivers because right now the Chiefs are missing Sean Smith, who was a top five corner graded last year and got suspended for three games, bonehead. And of course, now the Chiefs are playing all these great quarterbacks at the beginning of the do, year. Do you take a flyer on a guy like Richard Rodgers playing tight end for Green Bay oh, yeah. against Kansas City? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll be doing that. <laughs> Guaranteed right now, my starting tight end. Is, oh, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. Still going to go. Well, with that. what do you. Hey, talk about a disappointment right now. Jimmy Graham. I mean, what? He had 11 yards last week? But he had a great first game. Okay. I mean, it's not like he's was been it had a two great bus. first game? Yeah, it was pretty good. 11 yards, though, man. That's just not a game that Jimmy Graham ever has. No, and they weren't looking to him in the red zone. So I'm a little bit worried, as, a, as I have shares in Jimmy Graham, as other shows would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm nervous about everybody in the entire league right now. I feel like my whole team's underachieving except for Tom Brady. Yeah. This is a, so far, it's been such a topsy turvy first two weeks of the NFL, but isn't that why we love the NFL? Kind of. Because yeah. you just never know. Yeah. You can't know. It's just too crazy. Perpetual hope and perpetual disappointment, Ray. I came into picking the games. You're right. This I've never felt more confident with all my picks. I got one out of four games correct last week. How about four out of 16? Yeah. It was a bloodbath, you know, in all the survivor pools. How about this? Mike Evans, stud last year, rookie. He's injured, though. How, yeah. But still, going into week three, he hasn't scored a point. Nope. Right? Nope. <laughs> nope. So, anyway, that's what we're looking forward to. Catch us up next week, and we'll see who won the big Ray versus Brent showdown in fantasy football. Ooh. I mean, it'll be me. Let's just go ahead and put that out there right uh, now. If it's you, you'll overreact as if you won something really. It's like week three. You know what I mean? If I win, it'll clearly be the anointing of the new champion, yeah, okay, the once you. and former and future king. So I hear you saying is if I win, it'll be overreaction with positive correct. praise. But if you win, it'll be the correct reaction of positive yes. praise. Okay. So, <laughs> well, as long as I got I've that straight. I outscored you the both first two weeks by a lot of points. Well, you better outscore me in the third I week know. By one point. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't feel good, Ray. I don't. I feel like I should win, but I don't feel good. You know what? I'm with you on that. So let's come right back. We'll talk a little Fear of the Walking Dead after three seconds of Gordon Lightfoot. If you could read my mind, love. I don't know. There's one thing that I fear. It's the Walking Dead. Yeah, they're scary. There's like Asian wife zombies in garden mazes, Mm -hmm. and they will eat your face if the SWAT team doesn't show up. Chasing you in the L.A. River, the concrete L.A. River, just chasing you and not stopping when you shoot them. They just keep coming. They keep coming, Ray. Yeah. They're dead and they're walking. 
and I fear them. I am a scared of them. I'm so scared that I'm scared. And that was our wrap up of episode four. <laughs> no, I mean this is a cool episode. Like it expands. Uh, like nine days goes by since the family's taken in by the SWAT team. There's some dark stuff happening in this episode. Yeah, you know, you see the. I love the whole thing where I love the whole we discover new people aspect, which we kind of did. The, the the one son is sitting up on the roof, messing around with something, and he sees like a reflecting thing from a house, and he's like, right. "Wait, is that?" Is, is that, that just the sun, or is that someone? Yeah. And then he starts flashing his mirror at them, and they flash back. I love that whole thing. Yeah. But then uh, we saw what happened at the end of the episode. Yeah, what? <laughs> they kept saying, I think we saw people up in that area that's been cleared. Oh, there's nobody up there. And then all of a sudden at night you see that house just getting mowed down. Oh, so what is the deal with that? Um, they're trying to, like, uh, get tabs on it. Are Here, they the- just saying that, like, these people are in this area that was infected, so we're just going to kill them no matter what? It's not just that. These people were in this area that was infected, and they're poor. Really? Is that not the subtext going on right there? Uh, maybe. Maybe. They're living in a tenement building. I just thought they were scared that they might be. They don't know what's causing this thing yet, so we're just going to kill everyone just to make sure we don't get it. I think they're justifying extermination of the proletariat and the, the poor people in town and just being like, well, there's probably zombies. That, look how big that building is. Look how many people must be living in that building, right? Yeah. It's Los Angeles. There are a lot of big buildings to go around. Uh, let's face it. Some There are got to be some zombies in that building, a process of elimination. So only a matter of time to get overrun. Let's just gun them all down. We don't know 100% that's what's happening, though. I mean, we. It I could feel be, like that's what happens. What if it was just like uh, maybe there were some guys that were disco dancers that turned okay. into zombies, and they've got these shiny outfits on. They're just flashing. <laughs> That's sure. what they saw. No, that could very well be yeah. it. It could be. It could be the sequel to Staying Alive. They're going to sh- show that building, and there's going to be just a bunch of disco dances and the shinies. Just like, oh, they didn't mow down the the poor people. It was just disco zombies. You know what, though, still the correct call. Yeah, <laughs> I'll put that out there. To be fair. So they take away druggy kid. Yeah, they took away the druggy son. I was. I, I keep thinking to myself, they took him to a farm. <laughs> now, but they took him to like a, a was a that medical because research they, they realized that he was on drugs. Uh, the 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 undercurrent was that he's on drugs and therefore we can't trust him. We can't trust or him, he's so we're taking unstable. him away. We're gonna try to I don't know, get him cleaned up, or maybe he saw a bunch because he was patient zero. Yeah, in, in his own way, he was there at the first outbreak that we know about. But did they know he was there? I don't think they know about. Oh, that. maybe maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of read into it maybe a little bit too much right there. And then of course the the mom says, "This was your ex wife that had this done." But well, didn't we already predict that, though? It's like, if, if you're going to be stuck in the zombie apocalypse, mm-hmm. who are the two people together you don't want to be stuck with? Your current wife and your ex-wife. Yeah, well, that's true. They're going to be going that. after each other. It's going to get gross. It's going to get nasty. They're going to be taking kids away. <laughs> and then the, the only big thing that I remember happening was just uh, uh, the one late. What was it? The, the, the mom? ex-wife. The ex-wife. Okay. The mom of the other kid mm-hmm. uh, sneaks out in order to try to help people. The one that's people. kind of an amateur nurse. Right. The one who's kind of a jerk. Except when she's saving people in her off time. I don't think she's time. a jerk. No, and you I know guess what about Druggy Son saying? Oh no, I I think I've kicked the habit, and then he's over there stealing this dude's morphine. That was messed up, dude. But isn't that what's going to happen in the zombie apocalypse? People stealing from each other, all poop going Steal loose. Somebody's morphine though from a from a guy that's injured and needs it. Does he need it? Shouldn't he just have the power of spirit, wow. Brent? Shouldn't that be enough to get him through the day? Yes, Mr. Trump. Thank you. Build a wall. <laughs> We're going to build a wall. Trust me, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. No zombies will be able to get Trust through the other me, side. Trust me, I know how to build a wall. 
I always they ever play you played Fallout Three, obviously. Yes. When you go to Ten Penny, every achievement on Fallout Three, right? As do I. Uh, do you, do when you play that game? Do you imagine Ten Penny Towers, Trump Tower, every single time? Oh yes, absolutely. Every single time. Okay, yeah. just that was a little side right there for me. How do you like my towers? It's is it is it or is it not the most amazing tower you've ever seen in your life? The answer is yes, it is. Sir, uh, Mr. Trump, can ghouls come into your tower to live there? Uh, yes, boys and ghouls both. I like how he's racist against the ghouls in there, and he's like, you can't join us. Yes. Stay out, ghoul. Go back to your sewers. (laughs) Well, they look gross, Ray. They look gross. They do, and to be fair, if you let them live there, they are going to kill everybody and throw them in the basement. Absolutely. Spoiler alert. That was Fallout 3, a game that's almost 10 years old. I wish there were more achievements so I could justify going back and playing it again, Ray, because I I don't play for the fun of the game. I wish that there was a new Fallout coming sometimes. Wait a minute. Hey, yo. Fallout 4 coming in November. Yes. That's my story. We'll be, you know, we'll do a whole segment on Fallout 4 when it's time. Uh, we'll do a whole show we'll do weekly for segments. a month. Real talk. Hashtag. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, but the real quick thing, the, the ex-wife, like, sneaking out, like, it is, like, I didn't like her, and now I kind of do, mm-hmm. because she knows exactly what she's doing. There's no, like, questions about it. She knows the risk that she's taking, both internal and external, and she's doing it anyway, because yeah. she's a decent person, not like new mom, new wife, yeah. who like uh, closes the, the panels on the window when the neighbor's getting attacked by the zombie early on in the apocalypse. Right. And yeah. she's like, just shut up. Just nothing happened. Nothing. Yeah. Just don't look outside. Right. Let it go. Meanwhile, somebody's being eaten on her front porch. Yeah. And then. Not good. So she's doing that. She's looking the blind eye. And then when something happens to her own family. Oh, your ex-wife did it. Yeah. This was her doing. Do you think, uh, doesn't it feel like she's going to get killed before episode six is up? Which one? The new wife. I don't think so. Somebody's going to die, right? I, Kim Dickens I, was the first name announced on the show, and she's she's been on a bunch of shows. I think she's going to be in it for the long haul. You her think? and the husband, yes. Oh, man, I don't know. I, I just I feel like what a twist it would be if they kill her off at the end of season one. Possibly, and then you have maybe he gets back together with his ex. Maybe he doesn't, and the kids causes friction between the kids. What? You don't love my mom that's dead? Yeah. I'm going back to morphine. Okay. Well, it's, it'd be an interesting plot twist if they did that, Ray. Be interested, but anyway, well, that's our Fear of the Walking Dead. We got two more episodes to go until the real one comes back. Mm-hmm. I'm liking it. Okay, it's 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 yeah. really slow. It's 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 really slow. It, it it's a nice thing to tide you over. Yeah, it's kind of like it's, but it's kind of like eating just little tiny snacks instead of having the big appetite meal of Walking Dead. That is correct. Walking Dead proper. I do enjoy pigs in a blanket, but eventually I want the hot dog. Uh, Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Thank God. So anyway, we'll be right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of Gordon Lightfoot. If you could read my mind, love. So anyway, I believe that's what's going to take us. Is that more Gordon Lightfoot? Me not knowing what to do. Is that Roy Orbison? Carefree Highway. Is that has seen better days? Billy Joel. It absolutely is not Billy Joel. Interesting. So we'd be remiss if we didn't finish the show tonight by saying an R.I.P. to Yogi Berra, who died at the ripe old age of 90. Yogiisms kind of, I mean, like, ever since you were a kid, right? Yeah. It was always about, and he had a great name, Yogi Berra, you know, which is just like that famous uh, cartoon character, Tennessee Tuxedo. Right. Did you see that it had to happen somewhere? I think it was like an Arizona newspaper. Yeah. Literally had the headline saying, Yogi Bear dies at age 90. No. Yogi Bear. The actual bear. Yes. Bears don't live to 90, typically. Thank you. Thank you, Arizona Republic. It's just like, really? It's the guy. You're saying that the guy's dead, and you don't even spell his name correct. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's your favorite uh, Yogi uh, Bear-ism? Do you Uh, have one? 
I'll say right now, my favorite is ninety uh, percent of the game is half mental. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty great one, right How there. How about uh, when you come to a fork in the road, take it. I like it. <laughs> How about oh, there's one about funerals. Like always, go to other people's funerals, otherwise they won't go to yours. It's a good one. That's pretty good. good one. You gonna read some more off your uh, sheet there? I, I was I was looking them up earlier. Uh, <laughs> I just I didn't really say everything I said. That's right. Yep. Or there was there was one that George Brett had quoted on Twitter today. Oh, when George Brett said. That pine tar was legal. No. Was that what he was saying? And it was legal because they won that game. Well. Uh, it was. It was, and it still is. It's not illegal to have pine tar It was technically back. illegal. Eh, it wasn't, though. Too much. No, it was, it but the judge just let him off because it was, you know, local. What had nothing to do about, yeah. It was, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, Ray, it was argued in New York, which is where those things are argued. And it I'm was trolling a New York 35-year-old Yeah, and you're also dead on, on the wrong side of it. Um, let's see. They give you cash. Oh, that was on one of the commercials that he did. Uh, he did some, like, Aflac. Oh, he did the Aflac commercial. They give you with cash, which is just as good as money. Which is just as good as money. Yeah. So, anyway, R.I.P. Yogi Berra. Uh, I mean. Hey, boo-boo. There's gonna, I mean, he's going he's gonna to live around for a while. He's so famous that they made a cartoon kind of parody of him that said silly things. Yogi Berra would say silly things. He did, but didn't uh, Yogi Bear the cartoon come first? No. Before he was famous? Yogi Bear was 90, dude. Do you think there really was this cartoon in 1925? No, but he wouldn't have come to prominence until the 50s. Hanna-Barbera was around in 1925. That was like a 60s thing, I just sort of, I guess, assume that like almost old... most all old cartoons, Yogi Bear was like around as like a way to like put down the Japanese soldiers in World War II. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. I sort of assume if you go back far enough with any famous cartoon, you'll see the really racist stuff they can't pr- pr- print anymore. Right, I'm going to look it up, Ray. We're going to look it up right now. All right, let's look it up right now. But that sounds silly to me. Maybe I'm wrong, but it sounds silly to me. Okay. Yogi Bear made his debut in 1958. 1958, which means that he would have been 38 years old? 33 years old already. 33 years yeah. old. So, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> All I right, mean, well, if you think about it, Yogi, Yogi Bear would say silly things that were, he would say, I'm smarter than the average bear. You he'd know. say, hey, boo-boo. Hey, boo-boo. He would say, I would like your picnic basket. Picnic basket. He's the only one that adds a separate uh, paragraph in the middle of picnic. Incorrectly. Just saying. But anyway, RIP Yogi Berra and Yogi Bear. Uh, Yogi Berra sued Hanna-Barbera for defamation, but their management claimed that the similarity was just a coincidence. Sure it was. See? <laughs> Done. See, it, 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 he even sued them for using his name. Okay, well, here's the deal. I'll give this one to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, until then, that's going to do it for the Raisin Brent Show. I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, we have some uh, contact information. You can hit up the show, facebook.com slash Podcast or raybrentpodcast.com. You can, uh, uh, let's see. Hit us up on Twitter at Ray Brent Podcast, or you can hit me up. I'm at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. Uh, or you can uh, write the show, Podcast at gmail.com. We have people we need to thank this week. We have to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. The Train Wrecks. The Train Wrecks. We've got to thank Jordan Monsell. Monsell me some art. So we got to go to Silhouettes by Jordan on Facebook or hit him up, jordanmonsell.com. Buy that art. You should buy that art. We also got to thank our intrepid producer, except for the fact that he beat me in fantasy this past week, David Knoll. Dino! With no more O's on the board, he has a win. Is it wrong of me that I just, after I say his name, I just wait expectantly for you to say Dino? Well, that's what everyone calls him. So Nobody I, calls him Dino! How many times have I called him that? A bunch. Okay, so 
Here's the deal. It's not true that nobody calls him that. Earlier in this show, I caught myself calling him yeah, Dino. Yeah, you called him Dino. Thank you. And it's I'm a thing realizing now. that. Now it unfortunately is a thing. Every, if I ever see David Noel again, if he ever comes to visit you in California, I will call him Dino. Uh, good luck with that. Yeah. There it is. He will love it. Uh, anybody else you want to thank, Brent? Uh, I want to thank Matt Stafford. Why? For knowing that his team's not good enough to win and just falling down. Just falling down. And by the way, that's how he injures himself. Just, just the weight of himself falling down on himself is how he has bruised ribs. And by the way, he loves braised ribs. That's one of his favorite things. Are you done? Uh, I'm done, but i got to see if the braised ribs are done that I've been cooking in my kitchen. Sounds delicious. Yeah, it does. All right, let's get out of here. All right. Later. You're going to have to drag me out in chains. You're going to have to drag me out in chains. You're going to have to drag me out in chains. I'm recording, so you go ahead. Okay. I'm just saying... I'm just saying. <laughs> you can open that way? Yep. Good, good job. I'm just saying. What are you, me? Yeah.